everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Well, well, well. I never thought in my life I would say this, but we're moving to L.A. (laughs) L.A. stands for Los Angeles, the city of angels, the city known for Hollywood and entertainment, Disneyland, Universal Studios, the Walk of Fame. People move to L.A. usually to make something of themselves, so to take a step up in their career. And of course, if you're in the entertainment industry, there's no better place to be. Growing up in the United States, or at least in California, you often hear stories of people moving to L.A. just for that reason. Amateur actors and actresses who work night shifts to pursue their dream of starring in a Hollywood film. That model that attends fashion events and parties to get noticed. Well, if you're a music producer, like my husband, L.A. is where you go to make pop music. So, popular music. Now, the ultimate goal for Lucas, my husband, is to hear a song of his on the radio in the car in the U.S. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I think so. But... I guess only time will tell. Only time will tell is an expression in English, meaning we don't know as of right now, but over time we will be able to see if something works out, if something doesn't. So let's see. Today I'm going to tell you a little bit about this adventure and our plans because over the past few years, this podcast has become an integral part of my life. And I want to share big news with you. This is definitely big for us. So I have to share it. And because this is a Chats with Shauna episode, it's a chance for you to listen to natural English. Whatever comes to my mind, I say. If you're out there and are thinking about moving to the United States, I hope you'll find a little bit of encouragement in the next 15 minutes. So here we are. Yeah, we're moving to L.A. And for those of you who have been listening for a while now, you probably know that Lucas, my husband, is Brazilian. We met in 2015. He booked an English lesson with me online, and we liked each other so much that we got married, had two daughters, and moved to California. Uh, Lucas is a musician, a songwriter, and producer. And I'd also like to point out that he's not a native English speaker. He's a non-native English speaker. Pretty much all of the music he's done in the past is in a Brazilian genre called sertanejo, and that doesn't exist in the United States. The thing is, he's always loved American music and has pretty much known from the beginning, that in the United States, there are certain cities that are famous for certain genres. Lots of country music comes out of Nashville, Tennessee. Austin, Texas is known for alternative music and rock. Miami is known for reggaeton and music with Latin influence. 
Blues is in the South. Jazz is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Pop music, that commercial stuff you hear on the radio. So all of that, well, a lot of it, is made and produced in L.A. We didn't originally move to L.A. from Brazil, which is where we lived before, because I got pregnant. We had children, and we wanted to be near my parents. So we set up shop in 2018, at the end of the year, in Woodland, California, a small agricultural town right outside of Sacramento, the capital of California. That's where we are right now. And it's a great place to raise children. There's an amazing downtown that sort of looks like the Old West a neighborhood stroll with Victorian houses. There are also a ton of events here. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we went to a Christmas parade, and everyone in the parade decorated their vehicles, so their tractors or their fancy old-fashioned cars, and even school buses (laughs) with lights, and made their way down Main Street. Sounds kind of rural. Uh, It is, but it's also 10 minutes away from the Sacramento International Airport. So it's fairly connected to the rest of the United States. Anyway, we bought a house here, and then Lucas built an incredible studio in our garage. And that's where he's been working, producing Brazilian artists for the past three years. My daughter, Julia, got into a little preschool here where she goes about three times a week. We spend a lot of time with my parents. Uh, This is one of the things that we love about living here is being so close to my parents. They're just very helpful and fun to be around. But the thing is, something happened. Uh, The currency in Brazil, the real, uh, as we say in English, or real in Portuguese, it started to plummet, right? So it started to drop drastically. The value of it did. So if you rely on a foreign currency, you are probably widely aware of how challenging it can be to survive, let alone thrive, in the United States on it. So Lucas just kept watching the value of his hard-earned money decrease and the transaction fees on top of that exchange rate really weren't doing us too well. Or I can say it was really the cherry on top, uh, if I'm being sarcastic. Usually when we say something is the cherry on top, it means that it is something wonderful after a bunch of other wonderful things. For example, oh, I spent the day on the beach, and we walked in the sand, and the cherry on top was going to a nice restaurant with a view for dessert. That was the cherry on top of the day, right? So (laughs) um, having transaction fees on top of an exchange rate is not really the cherry on top. Sarcasm. Anyway, this all happened, right? So we were thinking, okay, the currency is not really good right now. And that's when Lucas found a program announced in the LA Times. It's called LAMP, L-A-A-M-P, right? So it's an initialism. Each of the letters have a specific meaning. I think it's the Los Angeles Academy of Music and Production, I'm going to guess here. Anyway, it's designed to help new producers and songwriters make songs, make connections, and thrive in the music business in the United States. And when Lucas saw it, he flipped out. He got so excited. Uh, The program was in Santa Monica, close to the beach, and it's run by two Norwegian producers he's always admired. Stargate, 
you guys probably also know some of their music. Lucas applied, had an interview, and got in, (laughs) which was a pretty big day for him. He was very excited. And he started traveling to L.A. And soon enough, I started hearing his songs in English, which is just so, so cool. I'm, I'm sure some of you are wondering, in order to be in a songwriting session, how important is it to understand English or to speak English really well? To be a songwriter in a session, it depends what's your forte. If your forte is music, say you're, uh, you're the producer and you're not necessarily writing the song, you're just like creating the track and facilitating things, English is it's it's just important, like just a basic English to talk to the people, but not good enough to to give you know lyric ideas. If your forte is lyrics, and you're more hands on on the lyrics after the melody is done, then you gotta be a native, or you gotta be really connected to the language and the culture uh, to actually give ideas for lyrics. So Lucas started this program, and the funny thing is that we sort of jumped into it not really figuring out the logistics. We just said, this is going to be a good thing. You can start working in L.A. and you can commute. (laughs) L.A., uh, just to give you an idea, is about seven hours by car from where we currently live. It depends on which highway you take. By plane, it's about an hour. And Lucas commutes every week by plane. (laughs) We've learned it's not actually an abnormal thing to do. Uh, Some people who live in Northern California work in L.A. I don't know how they can do this regularly. Um, We've been doing this for a few months now, and it's, it's crazy. So in California and in many other states, it's common to use Uber or Lyft to get around when you don't have a car. And after the first week of school, we calculated how much it would cost if he used Uber for the whole year. (laughs) And we figured out it would cost $18,000. Can you imagine spending 18 grand on Uber? It's insane. So we're thinking, what are our options? Let's just buy a cheap car and leave it in LA. So we did that. We went to a place here, which is a company that exists nationwide to find used cars, and it's called CarMax. And we found out quickly enough that there is a car shortage in the U.S., uh, especially with used cars. So we decided to buy a used car that was way overpriced. And on the day that Lucas drove down to L.A., which is the day we bought the car, there was the biggest rainstorm in, I think, Northern California history. While driving down the freeway, the bumper fell off the car and Lucas decided to go to the gas station. He bought zip ties to reattach it. These are these little plastic things that help you reattach certain things or, you know, keep cords together if they're very disorganized. I saw it and I was pretty mad, honestly. But then at the same time, it looked so ridiculous. I couldn't help but laugh. Like, are you really going to drive this 2010 Corolla with zip ties to Venice Beach to work with Stargate? It's ridiculous. (laughs) At the end of the day, the distance going to L.A., commuting, and then driving, 
there and all of that stuff was just too difficult. And so we decided about a week and a half ago that we were going to move to L.A. Cities with good transportation, wide streets, beautiful architecture, history, and lots of unique restaurants and bars. Well, that's sort of my thing. New York City and Brooklyn, a borough of New York City, well, love them. Austin, Texas, wonderful city, love it. Santa Barbara, California, stunning. Boulder, Colorado, amazing. Savannah, Georgia, Yeah, these are wonderful cities. Totally my cup of tea. (laughs) My cup of tea being something that I like. L.A., okay, they have crazy good restaurants, but it has never been my cup of tea. It's just massive and confusing. It's not really like San Francisco, which I'm very familiar with because it's in Northern California, which is super easy to navigate and beautiful from all angles. L.A. is packed with pockets of nice and cool areas. Pockets meaning just parts. My friends who were born and raised there agree, you got to know where to go. As one of my friends explains it, one second you're in a stunning neighborhood with boutique shops and restaurants, and then a block later there are homeless tents and crime. You just got to know where to go. So where do we go? Where are we going to move to? I still don't know. We've taken a number of trips to L.A. in order to fall in love with the city and to house hunt. And I've decided if I were single, I might live in Los Feliz or in Silver Lake. They remind me a little bit of living in Berlin. Very artsy and edgy, you know, very culturally unique. Uh, When we were there, the main character from one of my favorite shows at the time, Atypical, was sitting next to us at breakfast. We didn't say anything, but yeah, pretty cool to have a celebrity sighting. There's also so much hype about Culver City. People raved to us about this sort of urban small town in the middle of L.A. It's where a lot of film screenings happen. It's close to Santa Monica and the airport. We went there and loved it so much, we actually started looking for houses, but then learned quickly enough that you can either get a small home in the heart of L.A. or in Culver City, or a bigger home for the same price in what's called the Valley, right? The San Fernando Valley. You may have heard the term Valley Girls before. The term is not as common nowadays as in the 80s or early 90s. But Valley Girls refers to girls who sound dumb, ditzy, or materialistic. Girls that overuse phrases like, oh my god, and like as a filler word. For example, oh my god, he was like totally not even listening to me. He was like, I don't even want to be here. Uh, It's also common, one of the characteristics of uh, valley girl speech is upward inflection while speaking. So instead of making statements sound firm and final at the end, they sound sort of like a question. Hi, my name is Shauna. I'm moving to Los Angeles. (laughs) Instead of, hi, my name is Shauna. I'm moving to Los Angeles. 
All right, so there's uh, a little bit of insight into what that is. You probably remember Cher from the movie Clueless. Even though she's from Beverly Hills, that super rich area of L.A., she would still be considered a valley girl just based on the way she talks and the materialism, etc. Speaking of which, in the movie Clueless, the valley is portrayed as some scary, underdeveloped area. But that's not the case at all from what we experienced. Many of the American neighborhoods you see in Hollywood films are there. I really like the show The Office, and I noticed that a lot of the scenes are from there. Um, I won't list all of them because if you're not an Office fan, I don't want to bore you. But yeah, it's cool. There are lots of normal-looking houses, tree-lined streets, and if you're ever in L.A., visit Studio City, Sherman Oaks. Beautiful. Uh, What's more is they're right next to L.A., so 15 minutes without traffic. And good schools, apparently. Good elementary schools if you, if you have children. Since January 3rd, we've taken down everything in our house. We've packed up boxes, reserved a storage space to put all of our things, and got a U-Haul reservation. So for the next few days, I'll be patching holes in the walls with spackle. We'll be having a garage sale or a yard sale, to sell things that we want to get rid of. I've already posted some larger items on Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp. Facebook Marketplace is a really common way to sell stuff in the U.S. Uh, OfferUp as well as an app that people commonly use. We'll be in my kitchen packing up food, eating everything that's in the cupboards and in uh, the refrigerator still. We'll be painting the crayon markings all over the walls that the girls so nicely made for us. Lucas already cleaned out the gutters, you know, that area on a roof that collects rain and and spits it out onto the ground. And he hired a chimney sweep to sweep our chimney. I spent some time online researching what things we need to remember before moving, and I've already completed some of them. For example, we've submitted a request to the post office to get our mail forwarded. We still have to contact all the utilities to shut off service. Utilities are services that you pay on top of your rent or mortgage. For example, phone service, cable, internet, gas, electricity, water, domestic waste collection. We also have to contact insurance companies, credit cards, etc. It's just a lot of work. I can't remember feeling as overwhelmed as I feel right now, but we're getting it done and this is a huge step for the future. I've come to terms with the fact that this is happening. I've accepted it, even though there are still a lot of negatives about uh, the city that I'm trying to work with. For example, the traffic. We'll just have to avoid that. Uh, It's kind of annoying that our car insurance doubles Just by moving to the city, rent prices also double. They're double uh, what they are in my city. So if I were to rent my house for $2,200 in Woodland, it would rent for $4,400 in L.A. I'm guessing the utility prices are also doubled. I think in a future episode, I'll be sure to talk about cost of living in different areas of the United States 
even though it goes up and down, I think it's definitely interesting to learn about and to know about if you're visiting. I'm going to stay positive also. I think that's so important in a move like this. I'm looking forward to the many days that we'll spend on the beach, all the great meals we'll have in the good restaurants. And yeah, guys, wish us luck. It's going to be a crazy 2022. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.